0: Would you like to discover the five ways how anxious attachment styles experience codependency? Hi, I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method. And look, if you are new to my channel, make sure that you are subscribed and click that bell right below so you get notified for that next juicy video coming your way that helps you to finally attract that right man for you. So look, you may be in anxious attachment style and you don't know, are you in a codependent relationship? Is this a codependent dynamic or not? Or are you you deceiving yourself? So here are five ways so you can be sure or reassured what that feels like for you. Point number five, they collapse into the other person. Hold on one second. What does that actually mean? Picture this. Have you ever noticed that after a while, when you connect with a person, you're actually entering more their world. In other words, you're experiencing more their feelings, right? If they feel anxious, if they feel disappointed, how they, their day was, and you're just kind of following along as if you're on a journey with them, right? The problem here is you're so other focused that there is no self focused. So, if I would ask you in that moment, are you in your body? Meaning, do you feel your feet, for example, right? Like, you'd be like, what feet? Because you would not be able to find yourself in that scenario, right? Because you are in a totally different world and you would actually need quite a bit of time to come back to your own world. Meaning, how are you feeling right? Do you enjoy the state, for example? You know, do you enjoy, you know, I give you, I give you examples. When I was uh, dating uh, before I met my husband so many times, it was, I was really so focused on the other person, I barely even realized that if I even liked the date or not. I particularly remember one date where I was on the, where I was, uh, seeing this, like, professor of history. Now, look, I'm not really, like, the biggest history buff in the universe, to say the least. And so he was just telling me all those historical um, stories and all of that, right? But there was something, he was, like, really dry about it. So it wasn't like, oh, this is entertaining. This is really interesting, right? But it was actually, like, really dry. But I kept, like, entering his world. And then at the end of the day, I was like, wait a minute. Did I actually enjoy the date? Never mind working on if he wants to have a second date with me, how about I actually see, uh, hello, do I actually want to go on a second date with this person, right? So this is a typical um, sign that I had collapsed into his world. So ask yourself, right, are you collapsing into somebody else? and into their story, into their feelings, into even their physicality, right? So maybe you feel the pain that they're feeling. That's really a sign that you are in a codependency. Point number four is, of course, anxious attachment styles, particular in codependent um, situations, really rely on the other person for their feelings of self-worth, right? So we call that really like that self-worth through other people people. Now, that's, of course, extremely challenging because you don't know what kind of agenda the other person has, right? What if they actually notice, for example, a narcissist, so check out my videos on narcissism and narcissists, um, especially with an anxious attachment style, right? So, let's say you're meeting more like a narcissist, right? So, they actually feel into this need that you have for self-worth and they will play you, right? They will use this to their advantage. They will manipulate you. They will diminish the emotions that you had, the truth that you had inside of yourself. They will make you question essentially everything. So it's really important to see, okay, are you actually sourcing your own self-worth through other People. The other problem with that is also that look, not everyone is gonna like you. You cannot account for all the different people and their opinions and their stories that they've experienced in their past. For example, you may remind them of a, of a schoolmate that they had in, who knows, third grade or eighth grade, right, that they didn't like. And so you have those attributes they're projected onto you. You cannot be accountable for that, right? What you can only be accountable for is your own emotions. So that's why it's like really fatal to really gain that that uh, that emotional approval through other people right so and and this is like really really important to hear because it's really about you finding that self-confidence inside of yourself. You're approving of yourself, right? You know, my reverend said like years ago, hey, I don't need anybody's approval. I already made my decision. You support me or you don't support me, right? But it has nothing to do with me approving of my decision. And this is the same path that you want to go down to as well. Point number three is, of course, and the anxious, avoid, uh, anxious attachment style is, of course, um, afraid and has very difficulties to set boundaries, right? So, here's actually many reasons why. So, for example, the anxious attachment style doesn't even know where are my own boundaries. In other words, where do I end and where does the other person begin? And I really mean that, right? So, you may feel something and you're like, wait, is the other person feeling this or am I feeling this? Am I just picking up what they're thinking, what they're saying? Or is that are they my thoughts, right? So it may actually take a while for you to understand, hold on, where are my boundaries? And I'm actually talking about all levels of boundaries. I'm talking about the emotional boundary right, which is about like really honoring yourself in an emotional way, knowing when you're emotionally full, knowing when you can't emotionally take on more. So somebody may be toxic or negative or anything like that, right? They may have an emotion that you can't currently deal with because you simply don't have enough resilience in your own system, right? So that would be an emotional boundary, right? I also have a video on boundaries. So more on that, of course, on my channel. And I'm also looking at mental boundaries, right? Also looking at, of course, physical boundaries. And so what that really means is really understanding, okay, is my boundary like three feet out from me, right? Or is it like literally right when you come in here? Like, what is your safety zone? When do you start to feel, "Mm, I start to feel a little uncomfortable, actually, my body starts to constrict. Um, I pretend everything is fine, but actually, that's not the case, Right? So, really seeing, okay, and the reason why you have difficulty setting boundaries because it's so hard to hold your own in a relationship. Now, what happens is in an anxious attachment style, they leak energy, right? So, imagine you have a container and there are holes in it. And so, then what happens is you can never hold your own energy because it's constantly leaking out through the holes. And other people can feel that, right? You give them more attention. You give them more emotions. You give them more of your, your mental resources and, of course, of your physical ones. So make sure that you learn how to set boundaries as well. Point number two is you rather be liked than respected. I know that's a really hard pill to swallow, right? As a matter of fact, I used to have this like sticky note on my refrigerator. It's more important uh, to be respected than to be liked because look, here is the thing. We actually don't necessarily trust people long-term when we like them, right? So I'm going to say that again. This is really, really interesting to get because think about it this way. If you always give your power away, you always agree, right? You always collapse like we talked about in point number five. The other person will say, Wait a minute. I I know this can't be right. This is not right. You know, she needs, she has an opinion. I know she has an opinion or it wasn't right how I treated her or what I just said. She should say something. And then if you don't say something, the other person stops trusting you. Right. The man is like, well, wait a minute. Like this is strange. She's not honest with me. Right. Or she doesn't honor herself. Right, So then the trust towards you goes down and somehow like a person can actually feel, a man can feel when it's more important to you to be liked. So it's about you than to actually be honest, right? This is really important because when you're being respected, so you're actually saying, telling the truth, more my boundaries um, videos. So when you're telling the truth, right? Like, yeah, short term, you may not be liked. Instantly, somebody may not like it because you just woke them up from, you know, from their sleep. You know, maybe they were sleepwalking, right? Um, But you know what? Long term, they will overcome this because they have their own resilience and they will be grateful because they know that there was some truth in that and that they can actually trust you. And finally, point number one, so important, you guys, which is... You have a delayed emotional response. Now, have you ever experienced that you had an argument with somebody, or you had maybe even a surprising conflict, you got on the phone with somebody, you thought it's going to be a great phone call, but out of the sudden, there's this confrontation, somebody's telling you something and you didn't expect it. And in that moment, you're actually just agreeing. You're like, yeah, I totally agree. or I totally see it from your perspective. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm." But then you actually get off the phone and you're like, wait a minute. Like that wasn't all right. Like there's this emotion that I've inside of myself. I'm actually angry because she didn't do this and this, right? Or, I'm I'm you know I'm I'm sad because she didn't see that I you know she didn't acknowledge these those pieces, right? So this is a perfect case of a delayed emotional response. Another one is actually when somebody is angry, right? Like you. So let's say you are angry and you are sad. Um, but you actually don't realize it in the moment. But like, let's say a week later, when you're out of the situation, you know, sometimes even a few days later, you realize, like, wait a minute, I I'm actually not okay. How this all went down? No, that that was a totally selfish move that he made, and I I didn't say anything. But now I actually see it. Right. So it's like you can't really see it in the moment, very typical for an anxious attachment style because remember, they're more melting into the other person, they're more collapsing into the other person, which means they forgetting their own container and who they really are. So look, those are the five ways how you can really see how the anxious attachment style experiences codependency so you can find yourself, right? because we're deceiving ourselves. So I'd love to hear from you. Leave me a comment below. The question of the day is which of those ways do you resonate with the most that you either have experienced yourself or that your partner is actually displaying. And you get annoyed because every single time when you guys have a phone call, he doesn't say anything. But then, you know, five, 10 minutes later, he's like, hey, I forgot to mention this piece. I forgot to mention that piece. You know, this is why, right? You're understanding a little better. So leave me comments below. This is the question of the day. And of course, as usual, if you feel you really resonate with this content and you really want to dive a little bit deeper, then I invite you to take my Magnetize Your man quiz at magnetizeyourman.com or simply click that link below. Look, this is it for today. I had so much fun creating this video. Again, like it, um, share it with your girlfriends. Would love to hear your comments below. And I talk to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.